Serial Serial, the AV Club's podcast about a podcast. Every week or so, a few onioning staffers will be talking about the most recent happenings around Serial, one of the most popular and addictive podcasts on iTunes. I'm AV Club senior editor Mara Eakin, joined this week by Onion editorial director Josh Medell and Iris Lynn, who has been our podcast producer for the whole season, so she's been here all the time, I just haven't known. Well, this week we're tackling episode 11, uh, which is called Present for Duty, and it happens to be the last episode of Serial Season 2. Surprise! Surprise. Exactly. It's a party. Um, So, I guess, Josh, the question we were talking about before this is, uh, who gives a shit, right? Like, do we care? Did this season matter? (laughs) I I, I think my who gives a shit was slightly more nuanced than (laughs) just plain who gives a shit. I mean, I, I give a shit. I think it's an interesting story. I thought this episode was a lot of wheel spinning about, well, what's he responsible for? Like, we don't fucking know what he's responsible for. Like, the, a court is going to decide that, whether he put people in danger. And I well, thought we hope that they were, we hope that they fairly define that. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's the hope. Um, I mean, yeah, I don't know if it'll be fair, but they're going to make a ruling mm-hmm. on whether or not he put other <laughs> soldiers in danger. I mean, I thought it was, it was interesting how far apart people's stories were. Like, oh, there's no way that that the search for him hurt or killed anyone. And then other people are like, well, definitely killed lots of people. Here's a T-shirt about it. Mm-hmm. And I think I, I, you guys talked about it last week a little bit. Like, it feels, again, like this whole thing could have been avoided if that Rose Garden thing hadn't, hadn't happened. And if the government was just like, this guy's not a hero. He's a, he deserted and he fucked up and bad things happened. And he's sorry and we're sorry. Like, we wouldn't be doing this podcast. Everyone should have just kept their mouths shut. Mm-hmm. Uh, until they figured out what was happening. Yep. But they you know, spoke too soon. What was also interesting to me in that, when, when you're sort of talking about like, oh, if he, did he do this? Did he didn't do this? Does it matter? We don't know. The legal system. But like how much of that stuff is reported as fact? Mm. And it sort of interests me as like a person that went to journalism school, whether or not I'm quote unquote a journalist at this point writing about stuff for the AV club. I don't know. That's a, that's a, values, that's a values judgment. But, like, if people were like, oh, Bo Bergdahl joined the Taliban and we're reporting it as fact, like, or we heard that this, mm-hmm. so we're going to talk about it. You know, so that to me is interesting, like, how that to me is more interesting than whether he did or didn't do this is how polarizing just a rumor can become, like, with what we're doing now with the Internet and news and yeah. all this stuff. And what we learned from this is there are people that are convinced there were missions to to find Bergdahl in which people were killed, but there's no actual evidence Mm -hmm. and she said there are hundreds of thousands of pages that need to be gone through so maybe they're going to find this they're going to find actual evidence where it's like oh here this mission was absolutely to find Bergdahl Mm -hmm. and this guy was killed in the act of doing it but it just the fact that people who on both sides who don't like Bergdahl were all saying like well we're not sure nobody's sure nobody's a hundred percent and some people were saying we're a hundred percent sure he did and then there was that second-in-command guy or whatever mm. that was saying, I'm 100% sure that no one died because of this. Yeah. Like, you guys are all idiots. Both seems ridiculous, right? Yeah. It's like, did things on both ends of the, like, if anybody's like, I'm, I'm, it's 100% true, it's 100% false. Like, no, that's probably never it's true. Donald Trumpy. Um Well, how dare you, ma'am? <laughs> he is going to make a lot of things America legal. Adios, Muslims. Um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, I was trying to do that for a dramatic effect. Well, they also talked about how many people that they know specifically that maybe people didn't die, but people, two people at least, maybe three, did get very seriously injured specifically looking for Bo. Yeah, like, there I mean, was that, the guy that can't move. That's but the thing. Sorry, it, it, it's all tied in with the whole umbrella thing where 
when he was more recently missing, then those missions were more tied to, oh, yes, like we're going out to search for Bo. But like the longer it went on, just the whole thing about using the search for Bo to get missions approved, Mm -hmm. like then is he responsible? You know, Bo is just one of these things that's in with the whole pot. It's a very American thing to try to be like, we have to pin blame on one thing. And some people are like, it has to be one thing. It has to be, Bo Bergdahl has to be the the direct cause of people getting hurt. And it's like, well, Serial's trying to say, well, it's the president's fault. It's the, you know, it's the military complex's mm-hmm. fault. We shouldn't have been in Afghanistan in the first place. So it's that's fault. It's like, you, it's so many. There are no of, shades of gray. Yeah, and we it's can't so many, accept shades of gray as a society. And he, clearly, he did not. You know, Bergdahl didn't shoot anybody himself, mm-hmm. as far as we know. Um, so it's hard to say, like, yeah, you are responsible. And that, the 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 whole point of this episode is like, what's Bergdahl responsible for? It's an impossible question. Right. To it's answer. a very personal and emotional reaction to something that's much more of a systematic problem. Uh, and I think that sort of reaction to problems like this prevents the greater issue from really being addressed. It's like, should we punish this guy? Well, Bo was just one in many people who did what he did, walked, and, you know, whether he was not obeying orders or if he had a mental breakdown, like, that is sort of besides the point when you're dealing with the military that has protocol and should be dealing with these things that happen relatively often, um, like those things should be dealt with in a professional mm-hmm. manner. This was kind of just the worst case scenario of what could have happened. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so many mm-hmm. people went AWOL and none of them got caught and nobody had to go after them. So then, oh, that's not a big deal. They just get sent home. From 2001 to 2014, more than 3,500 people were convicted of being AWOL and 980 were convicted of desertion. Was wow. what they said on the show. It's a lot. It's a lot, right? Like, it's like at least, what, like, mm, probably 250, 300 a year? I'm bad at math on the top of my head. But um, <laughs> I think it's over 10,000 a year, actually. I'm kidding. Well, that's a lot, right? Like, yeah. and we don't know that's about any of those people because they're not getting caught. Like the yeah. guy that walked off base and was trying to walk to Eastern Europe. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, he could have just as similar. easily gotten caught. Yeah, but those guys got found by the Afghan police. Surprise! Mm-hmm. If Bo had just gotten somehow found by the Afghan police, we would have never known his name. Bo, uh, not a lot of great luck in his life. <laughs> I think in a lot of ways. Continually, you were talking about. Afghanistan stuff like that. That was there was this guy on the podcast called Paul. I don't remember his last name. I didn't write it down. Did they say? I don't remember. I think she just said Paul. But she was saying, you know, we signed up for Afghanistan, and when we signed up for Afghanistan, we didn't just sign up to win and win in the ABC way. We signed up for, uh, oh, this truck uh, accidentally blew a tire and exploded. You know what I mean? Mm. Like we signed up for everything that came along with it. So I thought that was an interesting way, and this just happens to come along with it. The fact that Bo is so focused on is, you know, relates to what Paul says about the fact that people are wrestling with the realities of war. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and what that means now in 2016. Yeah, especially, yeah, in such a complicated you know, the whole war on terror, like, what the hell does that mean? And Bo said he wanted to be a World War II soldier. Like, right. what does that mean? And also, guys, there's probably a very romanticized view of what that even was. Do you know what I mean? Like, sure. guys went to World War One thinking they were going to be doing whatever and said they were in trenches. Like, it's a very 
romanticized view of how we look at all of those things, I think. Um, so we also wanted to talk about, um, I don't know, I mean, I guess there's a lot of different opinions. We talked about that. Um, I don't know, end of season two, what did we learn? Like, do you feel like you, do you know more about Bo Burgdahl? I definitely do. I didn't know very much to begin with. I know that there's a little, like a lot of general slang for military terms. That's what you're happy to have learned, some <laughs> I know, slang. dust one. Dust one is good. Yeah. Uh, you guys, anything? No, I mean, I think <laughs> I, it's still, it's an interesting story. It's interesting to learn things like there are that many deserters. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, it's nice in that it sort of tells a whole picture because all you know about this guy, if you know anything, is he deserted, people were killed looking for him, and the president called mm-hmm. him a hero. Like, that's sort of the conservative mm-hmm. angle of it, when really it's a much more complex story of a guy who got kicked out of the Coast Guard because he freaked out, and we heard a bigger story about that today. Interesting. Who I was allowed was in the Army and probably shouldn't have been allowed in the Army, so there's a huge problem with the Army. But the way the, the Army staffs up around mm-hmm. wartime, so then you're sort of thinking about that. Um, you know, we learned about his captivity, which I'm sure we'll learn more about. Um, and you still think the movie will get made? Oh, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> it's an interesting movie. I mean, I think they're going to wait and see what happens with the court-martial. Yeah. But I still think what's going to happen with the court-martial is that they're going to say... You know, he's going to at some point admit, admit at least that he did something stupid. And that seems to be all that everybody wants, which is sort of the frustrating thing about this. They want... Did he never say he did something stupid on those tapes? Like, I can't even remember 11, 20 No, I think ago. he did. Like, in the first episode, he's like, I did something stupid. But I think he needs to be out there saying, like, I, I did something... I, I, did, I was trying to do something good. Mm-hmm. I now realize that it was probably a really stupid thing to do, which he says as much. And... You know, I'm not, I'm not a hero. I realize that I'm not a hero. And if anybody got hurt or killed looking for me, I feel terrible about that. Which is probably, I assume, what he thinks because he's a human being. But I think the scary thing for everyone is that if they know anything about him and where he was at in his mind, that they, like uh, Zach Barrow and Austin Lanford, his platoon mates, mm-hmm. like they said that they personally couldn't see themselves necessarily doing something like that but they could totally understand it or at points felt crazy enough to do something like that Mm -hmm. and obviously there are a lot of other people who feel that way too but he's such like a shamed person now there's a lot of armchair infantrymen do you know what i mean where they're like i would never have done this and it's like you don't really know i suppose i mean we've said that (laughs) I, we all don't know. Yeah, especially he's a he's a kid at that yeah. point. Yeah. Like was twenty early twenties. Dumb. Very yeah. Very yeah. delusional. I, idealistic. I think dumb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you guys think we're more fascinated, or not even us necessarily, but just the media in general is more fascinated by this because Bo doesn't come out and say stuff because because whether that's his lawyer that's told him to do that or the military code of silence or whatever, like because Bo has never doesn't do press conferences every week saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, yeah, we I mean, talk about it more. Just the idea that this was the first, the serial of season two is the first time we've really heard him mm-hmm, talk, talk about himself. I mean, that, that makes it fascinating. It's a mystery behind it. Yeah, so maybe he really does feel terrible, but mm, we don't know. I'm going to assume that he does. And at some point in here, he's going to say what I said before, like, oh, the, that was a dumb thing to do. I hope nobody got killed from it. They'll never know if anyone got killed yeah. directly from it. You know, any more than they'll know 
anything like that. You know, I mean, to me, it's like, oh, maybe he, a soldier like cleaned his gun wrong and it misfired and killed someone mm-hmm. else. You know, it's like it's a step removed. I feel like from that's that. almost it's like a fuck up. Not even. I don't know. To me, the question of did anyone die from those actions is almost besides the point because they're participating in a war. Mm-hmm. And That's I think what, the what Wolf said, said in the show, yeah, he's like, what if they had, the guy could have gotten blown up the day before Bo left? Like, yeah. what's the difference? Yeah. I mean, you're signing up for war. What do you think is going to happen? Shit like this mm-hmm. is going to happen I mean, anyway. It's, it's just a way to blame a guy specifically versus mm-hmm. blaming the Taliban in general. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, that's what's so strange yeah, to me. Or, or the military. Mm-hmm. Or you for making a choice to enlist. Or you for, you know what I mean? Or That said, if I'm a guy, you know, if I'm that, that dad with the serious drawl whose son <laughs> was killed, like, yeah, I mean, I'm going to be pissed at the guy, but I'm, but I'm also going to mitigate that a little bit with like, yeah, this is war. And, and I'd be pissed, which is the thing that everybody seems so pissed about is that he's been presented as a hero. Mm-hmm. And they just, I think this all goes away if, if somebody sort of dials that back a little bit and is like, okay, he's not a hero. And he comes out and says, I'm not a hero. Uh, and then I feel like everybody could move on. Because he has certainly paid a fucking price of being tortured for five years. Um, yeah, I don't think he's entirely a hero. But I, all, I mean, I think he's entirely a fuck up for moment one. Mm-hmm. But then, could I survive five years in captivity like that? Uh, I don't know. Like, he's much stronger than I am, probably, mm-hmm. in that sense. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, that's the thing, though, is, like, the the fuck-up gets erased by the fact that he suffered through this amazing thing. Yeah. But then the fuck-up gets amplified again by calling him a hero. Like, it was just, it was sort of like, uh, it was zero-zero when he got out. <laughs> it was like, all right, fine. Like, we'll, we'll just call it even for now. But then to have the Rose Garden ceremony, and, and I think that just shits on on people who mm-hmm. were, you know, who were not deserting because they're certainly braver than him, even if that, <laughs> even if his story was true. Or at least smarter. <laughs> yeah, something. So, yeah, I mean, I don't want to diminish the, the guys that are pissed either because I think they have a right mm-hmm. to be pissed. Well, this might be too hopeful, but could it get evened out again if exposing his story like this causes the military to actually you know, try to, I mean, the whole fact that he was signed up in the army to begin with shouldn't have happened because he obviously was not in a mental state to do so after the Coast Guard boot camp situation. Um, maybe they can, they'll like try to shape up their um, yeah. mental. Yeah, putting that back retroactively would be challenge I suppose do you know what I mean just going in and finding all the crazy I bet there's a lot of other crazy dudes yeah like we're just hearing about one you gotta stop it somewhere even if it starts now (laughs) I don't know Uh, who knows maybe it'll make that kind of positive change but it's such a weird specific thing that it I mean that could be kind of the only good thing that comes out of it I mean uh, next time this happens which will be never I don't think whoever's president is gonna be like hey you're a hero yeah and then without that I mean there's I feel like there's no story here without that well, do you feel like Serial helped Bo's case or made it worse? Because like shit, st- once Serial came, out, came on and they were focusing on Bo, all of a sudden he was going to court, he was doing this. Like mm. before that they were like, oh, he might just like wink, wink, let I him think, go. I think today's episode, it, if it does anything, it's, it, it makes it less clear that he was directly, his disappearance was directly responsible mm-hmm. for deaths, which is something that people 100% believe in their hearts and something that was reported by the media. 
So, it, and it's been reported as fact, mm -hmm. basically, or, or as almost fact. Like the people were looking at him and they got killed. And it, it makes sense. Like it, logically, you're like, yeah, of course people weren't looking for him and they probably got killed because it was very dangerous there. Um, but the fact that they can't really tie that, you know, there's no like causal evidence to to say that it, that looking for him caused people to die. I think is is will maybe let people dial it back a little bit and maybe get to know him, get to know he, how nuts he is or was, mm -hmm. and maybe have a little sympathy for that. I mean, that's the hope. But then again, I guess what we learned from this episode again was people want to believe what they want to believe. Yeah. You know what I mean, like even guys who were there with them and know that that wasn't necessarily the mission or that it was a year later or whatever, Yeah, you still might blame him. Yeah, it's good for an election year. We want to believe what we want to believe. <laughs> and the facts will not sway us. I think it's always better to have more insight into what's going on. And I mean, with a lot of these soldiers it or people who were sort of in the middle as far as rank goes, they wanted to know more too. And yeah. some of them tried to look for answers. So hopefully the hope is that people do want to know. But I don't know. I thought this episode was a good example of reporting on that way. Mm -hmm. Like, I was writing down a lot more names this episode than I have in past episodes. Like, she was finally talking to guys that he knew, guys mm -hmm. that were there, people that could directly talk to her about specifically what happened. You know what I mean? Like, that was, it was a, a good concrete wrap-up, I suppose, compared to season one, where we were like, what the fuck is going on with Adnan? You right. know? Yeah, that, I'm surprised that hasn't come out yet. I guess our next episode of Serial Serial will have to be when the, this judge rules on Adnan finally. <laughs> Something about that, yeah. Uh, yeah, wasn't this supposed to come out like weeks ago? Yeah, they said it was going to take a couple weeks, but it's been, what, four or five at least. Pressure's on them, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe they were waiting for this this season of Serial to end before the judge makes his ruling Maybe Sarah Serial Maybe Sarah bribed one. them. Maybe she was like, hey, keep my brand moving. Mm -hmm. And then she drove from the Best Buy parking lot to the WBZ <laughs> recording studio in nine minutes. And made a phone call from a payphone that didn't exist. Well, Ira Glass called in from a taxi cab. Boy, it sure makes that season one seem a lot more exciting when we start talking about that minutia, doesn't it? Like, there's none of that in season two. There's no... I don't think about the military on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. So that to me was something that was interesting about season two because it was like, I just don't mm -hmm. think about, oh, what does this mean? What is that guy doing? How, what's their life like? Do they poop in a hole? You know what I mean? Like all that <laughs> stuff that we learned in season two. But I guess I can identify more with season one because I know, uh, okay, that I've been to Baltimore. I, I know what a Best Buy is. I know how, mm -hmm. you know, pay phones work. Like I can conceptualize yeah. it in my mind. <laughs> Whereas season two is a little harder for me to know. Like, I don't know what a Pakistani village looks like or... Yeah. So, I mean, season yeah. one was, he did it, he didn't do it. And lots of arguments. And here it's like, he oh, did no, it. Oh, no, he did How it. How crazy was it? <laughs> oh, he did it? Oh, well. How yeah. bad was it? Did he really get in trouble? Should he get in trouble? I think not. But I guess that's the end question for this whole thing. Should he get in trouble? How much trouble? I think, you know, just from my sense of fairness, in my mind, like what he's gone through is worse, worse than spending your whole life in jail. Yeah. Um, so. So no. I would Time say, served. I would say, no, get him the fuck out of the military and. Change um, your last name. Shame him as much as he needs to be shamed and hopefully he'll apologize. But I don't think it does anybody any good to send him to jail for any longer. I mean, he's probably guilty of, you know, they were talking about, like, one of the things that he's charged with is, like, did he put lives in danger? Right. Uh, yeah, probably. 
I mean, like probably. for the first couple. Is that good weeks, enough for a conviction, though? I, it depends. That's probably just one of the charges. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's like saying, that's the breaking and entering on when you break into someone's house and kill them. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, he broke into someone's house and killed no, them. No, that's like a law and order example. <laughs> Iris, well, we'll does he go back. to jail? I'm all about protocol, especially when it comes to the military. I think he should be treated like all the other people who had done exactly the same thing as he did, except didn't get, you know, rained on. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't get a crazy media explosion Mm -hmm. out of it. So they just all kind of got like put right back into the military. It seems like. No, on medical leave. Yeah, medical leave. But the weird thing about Bo is that he's now present for duty what do they call it he's um, in a, he's working in like san antonio or something yeah. yeah how awkward do you think that is when the other soldiers oh, have to crazy, come in and they're like crazy hey man awkward. hey berg doll can you give me that file motherfucker <laughs> crazy awkward it's probably uh, the equivalent of uh well this is a bad example but i read today that the chicago cop that is in trouble for shooting a teen in chicago got hired by the police union as a janitor and I was like, that's got to be like a job in name only. Do you know what I mean? That, yeah. That's probably what Bo is doing, is like watching Netflix on a computer in a room. <laughs> I would tell you, if I worked in the office with Bo Bergdahl, every time he left the room, I'd be like, you're coming back, right, dude? <laughs> <laughs> well, that seems like a good place to end. Uh, I don't know if we'll be back for a while, because serial's over. doesn't seem like we have a ton more to talk about. Uh, we could try and round up some military experts, but who knows? Who knows when series, season three is happening? Who knows what's going on? None of us so, know. So uh, thanks so much, everyone, for listening to us in general, for listening to the Serial Serial. If you like our show, tell your friends and review the show on iTunes. And uh, we'll be back down the road at some point. Don't unsubscribe. Bye. Don't you dare. <laughs> Please.